You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamualaikum. Welcome to today's Q&A program, Ask the Sheikh. My name is Zubair Alvi, and I'll be taking you through this program today. Um, the topic for today is basically an introduction to the month of Ramadan. I uh, can't believe it's already been about four, uh, four or five days. I think it's the fifth day uh, of fasting coming up. Uh, but alhamdulillah, what we want to do is try and make sure that you take uh, advantage of the month. And uh, with us, our special guest today is Sheikh Amin Buxton. So, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah, Sheikh. Waalaikum salam wa rahmatullah, Baghdad. How are you? You okay? Yeah, very well, very well. Thanks for having me on the show. No, no problem. How's Ramadan treating you? Yeah, alhamdulillah. I'm good. Alhamdulillah. I'm just going to introduce you, Sheikh, um, uh, very quickly, just so that the listeners know exactly who we're speaking to. Uh, Sheikh Amin Buxton is uh, currently residing in Edinburgh. He embraced Islam in 1999 and completed a degree in Arabic in London. And he's been studying at the prestigious Darul Mustafa Institute in Tarim in Yemen since 2003, where he learned with many scholars such as Habib Omar and, uh, Ibn Hafiz and uh, Habib Qadam as well. MashaAllah, he studied Shafi Fiqh, Hadith, Sirah, Dazgia, Tafsir. Uh, mashallah, and at the moment as well he's teaching and studying in Edinburgh so uh, again welcome Sheikh. Sheikh just a quick question to start you off now we have only 25 minutes and uh, I know the nature of the show is that I'll be asking you a number of questions um, if you can try and keep uh, the responses as brief as possible um, but just a general introduction to the month I mean what have we found is that in the first few days of Ramadan everyone has this kind of buzz and excitement about the month uh, and then maybe after a few days that excitement settles down a little bit when the reality of fasting hits them um, and the attendances at Darawi seem to kind of dip a little bit as well. Is there anything that you can advise for people to do to kind of keep that, keep that energy going? Bismillah. Alhamdulillah. I mean, the first thing to, to, to think about really is that it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, not, a, it's not a race. It's, um, we need to pace ourselves and realize this is a, this is a process that's taking place. It's not, gonna, uh, it's not about uh, how you are on the first day, but it's really how you end the month and how you finish it. So you just take things gradually, build up, and, and remember that the greatest nights are yet to come in the, in the, last, in the last 10. So, so it's really about in the first few days is finding, your, finding that rhythm, you know, letting your body adjust, and just mm-hmm. really um, you know, and just, just getting into the, to the spirit of Ramadan gradually. Excellent. We have uh, a number of questions that we've had uh, build up over the last few years in Ramadan, uh, and some of them are still obviously relevant for today's show as well. Uh, one of the questions that someone once asked is about watching TV, so I'm going to kind of open that up to spending time on, for example, Netflix, on uh, spending a lot of time surfing the web and on, on YouTube and the internet. I mean, is that something that a person should try and stay away from during Ramadan or cut off completely, or what do you think? I mean, everyone's at, everyone's at different levels. For some people, Ramadan is is is, is uh, just uh, you know. For everyone, Ramadan is a wake up call. So it really, it's really about where where you are. And some people will be able to really just close their close the door to all these kind of things and just completely focus. And other people won't be able to. And and, and we're all we're all addicts. We have to realize we're all ad- we're all addicted to our phones. We're all addicted to social media. But to to completely cut it off may be difficult. But to realize that that we should just take control a little bit more. Cut these cut down with these things. You know, try and try and uh, just be in control more. And Ramadan is teaching us that in, in itself. If we control our, our food and drink intake, and we can mm-hmm. control these things, then we can definitely put a, put, a, put a stop on some things and just, just 
you know, really uh, have a bit of exert a bit of that self control. Um, the other thing, Sheikh, that one thing that comes up is the importance of the Tarawih prayer. Now, there are Tarawih prayers that go on in almost every single mosque uh, across Glasgow, across Edinburgh, across the country. Um, what's the importance of Tarawih, and what's the um, is, how beneficial is it to to attend? So the Prophet said that the one who stands in prayer in Ramadan seeking Allah's reward and, and, and beliefs in Allah, that their, their previous sins will be forgiven. Right. So, what, so, what, so, any, so any kind of qiyam is recommended in Ramadan. But the, the first thing is what's obligatory, the qiyam, the, the praying in the night is recommended. So tarawih is a recommended thing that we can do. And again, it's about, it's about everyone's at a different level. So some people will be able to find it easy uh, mm-hmm. to do that, and other people struggle with that. But what really is, is required is that we increase in some, in some way that, what, that we would something we wouldn't do outside of Ramadan, we do this in Ramadan. So a bit of extra qiyam, and if you can go to the mosque, the optimum is to go to the mosque and pray the full 20 rakahs and listen to the Quran from beginning to end. This is beautiful, and someone can do that, that's great, but a lot of people won't be able to do that, and they're, 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 they're working the next day and so on. So it's about finding a, finding a balance, and, and again, saving yourself maybe for, if you can't do it all the way through the month, then, then save yourself for the last few nights. And, but at, least, at the minimum, just at, least, at least to try and do something uh, if not in the mosque and at home, pray a few extra rakahs. Just to have, be conscious that this is a, you know one that qiyam is part of Ramadan and, and then connecting okay. to the Quran, connecting to prayer. Okay, there is uh, in Glasgow at the moment there is uh, one jamaat which is uh, short tarawih, um, <laughs> uh, which is I think they just covered the shorter surahs in the Quran and they're not uh, completing the khatam of Quran. Um, so is that is that something that you maybe think is a good idea having uh, a, a masjid at least uh, one in every city that has short tarawih? Definitely, definitely. I think um, the mosque should offer should the, should the mosque should do different things and offer different different services, if you like. So the, you know, the tradition is to have the whole the full shabang and just finish the whole Quran and everything. And that's great. But there should be other mosques that are offering on other places of worship that are offering a lighter lighter thing that allows people to still come and pray. But the, the short short is great. It's a great idea. Um, in fact, in the, when, I, when I was in Yemen, they would they would almost in every mosque it'd be short tarawih. Only a few mosques would pray long, and they'd have tarawih all through the night. So one one mosque would be praying at eight. One at nine, one at ten. So people are working at different times, or whatever. They'd, they'd catch it. They'd, they'd, there was no excuse for not catching it, and it'd be 20, 25 minutes. Everyone can do it. Children can do it. Old, young, older people can do it. So it shouldn't be this kind of uh, this kind of huge, you know, hour and a half long struggle for, for those who don't want to do that. For those who, who do want to do it, that's great. Okay, excellent. That's good news. There's a short travi in Glasgow at the moment at Soul Riders uh, on Fourth Street. Uh, just across from Strawberry Garden. So if anyone wants to attend, uh, the Jamaat for the short tarawih usually starts uh, one hour, 15 minutes after the uh, breaking of the fast. Sheikh, another thing that uh, someone's asked us, and this is a question from one of my friends, it's, he's uh, travelling a, ro- a lot during Ramadan, so he either travels down to London um, or and returns back to Glasgow on the same day, or he'll go abroad uh, for a business trip. Now, in terms of fasting while travelling, um, he feels that he wants to fast and continue fasting, but he wants to know kind of the dispensation for not having to. The dispensation is there for for for, for a journey for someone who's who's um, you know was a, a fifty fifty mile plus journey basically mm-hmm. a reasonable length journey. So, but but the person has to leave leave the the city before Fajr before the before dawn basically. That's that's one of the conditions. If it's just for the, for, during the day, so if obviously the journey is going for more than one day, then. That that's fine. They can they can take that choice. But it, I mean, it's better to, to not to it's better not to break the fast if you're able to. And and, and you know that the, the, you know in the days of the early days, traveling was an extreme hardship. But in, in these days, it's, it's not it's not too much. So so if it's 
it's not taking too much out of you. It's better to, to not not to take that dispensation. Okay, excellent. Um, another question that we've had um, from text is someone asking about how we spend our long days. I mean, they can be extremely long days, um, especially mm-hmm. up in Glasgow and Edinburgh. Um, in yeah. terms of if they don't want to spend it just wasting time on the internet or watching things on TV, um, what what kind of ibadah can they can they increase during this month? I mean, again, everyone's at different levels, so 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 some people will be able to spend a lot of time. You know, some people can spend hours on the, reading the Quran and reflecting on the Quran, and, but, but a lot of people can't. So it's about having a kind of variety and 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 also also having some rest. If you're coming back from work, have a have a there's still a lot of time you can have a have a have a good have a, you know have a good rest and then get up and feel fresh. Um, but yeah, have have a variety of things. You know, there's great there's lots of uh, good good um, programs that you can tune into. There's, there's books you can read. You can have a have a what, what scholars recommend is having a weird having a regular thing of each thing. So have a portion of Reading a uh, you know reading a book say about Sira the Prophet and have reading some about Tafsir reading some something else doing a bit of dhikr and so you have a, a variety of things and that way you don't get bored and you actually achieve a lot more so different types of dhikr sort of istighfar salah and so on so you kind of have a bit of variety and do a little bit of each and then you have the the, the, the benefit of doing all those different things. Uh, Sheikh, when it comes to giving charity um, during Ramadan, I mean, I have uh, a friend again who's texted me saying that he has uh, money that he gives during the year, but he always uh, withholds it uh, until Ramadan starts, and then he donates the money. So is there benefit in giving uh, during Ramadan as opposed to other months of the year? Definitely. I mean, there's, there's, uh, everything in Ramadan is multiplied. Every every All our deeds are multiplied up to 70, 70, from 70 plus, 70 times or more. So any any good we do in Ramadan is is is, uh, is greatly multiplied. But like at the same time, you know you don't know whether you're going to live till Ramadan. So if you have charity to give, it's better to give it. Uh, the, the, the scholars say that you have if you if you have the, if, you, if you get that you know give that intention and that desire to give to give in charity, give it. Don't wait because that's full fiqh. Allah has given you the ability to do that. So 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 I mean it's great to to, to have that reward you know increased reward in Ramadan. But at the same time, if you have Throughout the year, you know, the, the, it's, it's also it's good not to wait. You, know, it's, it's, you, don't, you don't know if you're going to reach them or not. Excellent. Um, one of the one of the listeners actually sent in um, a, a text as well, saying asking about uh, his friends. He's saying that most of his friends who are Muslim uh, don't fast, and he feels it difficult to find himself in that company. But then he also feels guilty if he kind of uh, leaves them and uh, you know and doesn't kind of mention I mean what should he do in that situation so he's got friends that he does spend time with yeah. and they choose not to fast and he feels like he's the lone voice in that situation so what should he do uh, this, is, this, is, this is, it requires a lot of wisdom in these kind of situations and it's not about you, you can't you can't go to one extreme and be harsh with them and say uh, and at the same time you can't be too easy and, and lose, lose your own fast in the process so um, it's about it's about you know, giving them giving them some advice and, and showing a good example, but that also maybe perhaps withdrawing from their company because because you are affected by the people you keep company with. So mm-hmm. if they if they are not fasting and it's very can be very hard to chill out with them and to be with them if you're trying to keep your fast. So so, so a kind of balance of, of just spending a bit of time with them and then showing making that making it clear that this is something you want to do and something that that's an obligation and, and without without using any harshness without using any any kind of without being rude but just being made very clear and, and then going off and doing your own thing. I think that's really okay. the Absolutely, absolutely. Um, one question that came up in terms of breaking your fast: What's the best thing to break your fast with? The Prophet Sallallahu taught us to break fast on dates, um, especially fresh dates. There's a time when, when dates are in season, 
we don't really have that here obviously but but um it's one of the uh, there's huge medical benefits in that it kind of very quickly re- you know replaces the sugars and things you've lost and all the different minerals and so on um and then obviously water and other stuff and we break that face uh, fast on, on on dates and water if there's no dates you'd start with water uh, another question that came in was from uh, one of our lady listeners she was saying that she finds it difficult um to fast because of the fact that she's looking after her young children um, and the entire day kind of tires her out so much to the point where she um, has to re- find uh, days um, to recover. Um, so any kind of advice that you can give to somebody who, for example, is looking after the kids at home and maybe uh, is finding things quite difficult? Yeah, I mean, it's a real struggle for, for mothers, and, and, and uh, even the Sharia allows, if, if it's in the case where a woman's breastfeeding or, or you know, and, and there's, fear of harm for the child and that the, the mother can break the fast. But in a situation when you're looking after young kids, it's very energy sapping, it's very difficult. Um, and, and, and really it's, 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 it's up to, uh, to other family members and other and community members to help out. You know, why, why can't she, why, why can't they, she can go to other people's houses and, and, and you know, at least just kind of let lighten the load a bit. That, you know, it's tough being, being with children all day long without any break. So um, that, that's part of it. So try and reach out to someone that can maybe help and other, other friends and family to help. And, and also, at the end of the day, just, to, just to, to, to everyone has their struggle, and like you know, that her reward will be her fast, and her reward will be will be great, greater than, than other people that haven't been that haven't been tested during the day. So that's a huge test. And, and Ramadan tested our patients. He will be tested in different ways. Those are, in the workplace will be tested in certain ways, but mothers will be tested in a children are a whole different. They test our father and test our, test our patients in a whole different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so so we can take take that as a, as, a, as a means of learning and a means of also increasing that patient. Um, but and asking asking for ease from Allah Subhanahu uh, Sheikh, when it comes to the actual benefits of fasting, um, the reason that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has actually um, made it one of the pillars of Islam, can you just kind of expand on that? Why why do we fast in the first place? A lot of children seem to be asking that question. Yeah. Well, first of all, yeah, as you said, it's one of the pillars of Islam. When the Prophet also mentioned the five pillars, fasting is, is in there. Um, so it's showing us that it's, such a, it's a fundamental part of our worship and our, our means of coming close to God. And it, it's found in all, in, all religion, in all religions, you'll find, as Allah tells us, that it was prescribed upon us, as it was prescribed upon previous previous peoples and previous nations. So you'll find in other religions manifestations of that same fasting. And really, it's, it's a question of, 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 of self-control, of leaving things. So we have to, we're required to do things with prayer and giving money and so on and so on, but this is a part of actually leaving uh, leaving things and just being in control, uh, and then that's, and Allah says that we passing prescribe that in order that we attain taqwa. Taqwa is a kind of awareness of God and aware and, and, and a control that we need. Um, so that's one of the main principles behind the fasting that we that we and, and and beyond that also that that we may not always understand the wisdoms and the benefits, but we've been ordered commanded to do it, and we and part of that is just submission and and, and accepting that that that, that command and, and rejoicing in that and and, and performing that to the best of our ability. And, and also there's a question here, um, uh, just expanding on that point, they're saying that, look, they find um, fasting uh, extremely difficult, uh, they know mm-hmm. the, the benefits of it, um, but they find themselves cheating during the fast, um, and mm-hmm. they wanted to know the um, if there was a punishment for, for breaking the fast, even even by themselves. I mean, a lot of them place uh, on a soul a burden more than it can bear. So if you're genuinely really can't handle the fast, and you're, 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 you know, you you physically can't do it, then you're you're allowed to break the fast. And then, but you should they should make a make a, make a, keep account of that, and make it up at a future date. But you know, we're all we we're, we're all weak, and we all make mistakes, and and it's really about trying to 
correct that. If we it's, 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 to deliberately break the fast, uh, is 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 requires a kafara, requires like a, an expiation, um, which is which is which is serious. But uh, above all, it's about awareness of God and, and realizing that uh, that that um, you know we can we can we can we can do it if we if we if we try and not to and just to just to ask for God's assistance and, and, and help in, in, in finishing finish off that day. Okay, Jazakallah Khair. And we're talking just generally about Ramadan, especially because we're only a few days in. Um, Sheikh, when it comes to the actual uh, reading of Qur'an, now there's somebody who's um, struggling when it comes to reading a full Qur'an. They're actually being forced by their parents to uh, make sure that they do a complete khatam of the Qur'an and they're finding it very, very difficult, especially because they are studying at the moment as well for exams. Um, Let me just read the text. So studying for exams, parents are putting extra pressure on me. Um, what does the sheikh kind of advise me to do? Well, I mean, my advice to the to the parents would be not not to not to put pressure on 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 young on young people, especially at this time when they're, when they're struggling with many many different things, they're studying with this, struggling with studies, studying with social issues, studying with X Y and Z. I mean, to, to, to kind of just the fact that someone's fasting and and, and doing what following their prayers, let alone the tarawih, and that is, is a great is a great thing in this time. So I think. The message the parents would be not to put that pressure on. For the for the for the person in question, mm-hmm. just do, just do your best and don't feel don't feel uh, that you're letting anyone down or that you've done wrong or if you, if you haven't done that, it's just, you just just do what you can and and, and and above all, in all acts of worship, it's not it's where the heart and the mind is, not whether just having completed X Y and Z, having completed twenty rakahs or having completed hal khatam or two khatams. You know, what, where is your heart and where is your mind in in, in that in that worship and in that prayer? Okay. Obviously, it's great to, to try and please your parents and do, mm-hmm. but but don't feel uh, that you in any way that you're that you let, let anyone down if you haven't done that. As long as you're you're doing what you should be doing. Okay, excellent. And another question that has come in about uh, e-cigs. So somebody is saying that they know that smoking cigarettes is not allowed with a fast. Uh, they're mm-hmm. saying that they've read somewhere that using e-cigs is allowed. No, e-cigarettes would be the same. You're still inhaling stuff and it's still going in. And it's a, it's a chance to, 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 to try and quit smoking. Even the the, the, the NHS and, and so on, they have they have schemes to help people quit. You can use pads, you can use you know nicotine patches and so on. Mm-hmm. If you if you really have that nicotine dependence, and, and you try and use these days as, as a as a chance to sh- sh- show yourself how strong you are and how easy it it is to actually break the habit. There's a, another question about uh, bad habits. Um, someone's asking about gossiping. They're saying that they're involved in a number of WhatsApp groups, and all that yeah. seems to be happening is that people continuously gossip amongst each other uh, about other people, um, about celebrities and about um, people that they know. Um, how can I avoid being part of this WhatsApp conversation without making it look rude that I'm, I'm leaving the groups? So it's <laughs> quite specific about WhatsApp. I think we just. I think no one, no one, no one gets offended these days. Everyone, you know, you just, just say, you know, just say, I'm, I'm, I'm need a bit of time to myself, and I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm pulling out of the group, and I can, I can, I can be back after Ramadan. Hopefully, not, not to be back after Ramadan, but, <laughs> yeah. but, um, yeah. but at the very least, at the very least, just, just don't check the messages. Just, you know, if you, if you want to, don't offend anyone, stay on the group, but don't, don't open the messages. Just, have, just be, again, we said near the beginning, just be in control, yeah. be in control of your devices. You know, mm-hmm. just switch off the. Switch off the Wi-Fi for 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 just for a few, few hours. Just leave it, and then and the message you'll get the message at the end of the day. But okay. you just have a time at least when you're just in control. Absolutely, absolutely. You can put the notifications off anyway, so that at least yeah, you don't get disturbed. Just, um, whatever it is. 
Yeah, and so there's another similar question someone's uh, called in and asked about things like backbiting and stuff like that. Do they invalidate the fast? Um, and is it not recognised as a complete fast? So I think what they're trying to say is that if you do involve yourself in things like backbiting, does it invalidate your actual fast? Uh, the scholars say, and as we mentioned in, in, in the narrations, that, that essentially the, the minimum of fasting is to avoid, is to refrain from eating and drinking and having sexual intercourse. So if you do that, your fast is valid. But they say if things like backbiting and lying, they, they, they take away the reward of the fast. If the fast is valid, you fast that day, but there's no not going to be rewarded for it. So oh. these things which are haram, they're haram outside of Ramadan. They're haram when you're not fasting. So mm-hmm. in, when, you're in fa- when you're fasting, you're in a heightened, heightened state of awareness. So you should be even more conscious of, of these things, especially the tongue, you know, the tongue and, and the fingers, because what you write on your WhatsApp is, is almost as if you're speaking. So mm-hmm. being in, just in a little bit more extra control of your tongue and your fingers, Mm-hmm. Uh, during Ramadan, that should that should that should, we should all be in that in that state. Okay, excellent. Um, someone else is also asking about the Eid that's coming up. I mean, I know they're kind of uh, jumping the gun a little bit, but they were saying <laughs> that they have. Um, normally, what happens is they get a bit uh, anxious about the fact that when Eid comes, their family is split into two because uh, I think the husband's family uh, in this relationship kind of go with one particular mosque and the wife's family go with the other mosque. So they're saying just how they can preempt any kind of uh, disagreement on days when it comes to Eid at the end of the month. They're already thinking uh, about Eid. <laughs> I think about Eid already. I think this is, this is, I mean, this is an issue that comes up every time and time again. It's not going to be resolved. Uh, you know, it's not going to be resolved anytime soon. It's, it's always going to be this different opinion, and it's just about respecting that and, and and navigating that and doing what you can. If you can, if you can get people to, you know, if you can be, get people to agree on something, great. If you can't, then then just respect that difference and, and go to them on the on their Eid. If you're giving, if you're making Eid the next day, go to them on their Eid. You know, give them the salams and all the rest of it, and then and, and then the day later you'll be you'll be you'll be celebrating, and they can. Can come together. So it's just about, above all, just don't make it issue, don't make it conflict. Just, just recognize that there will, there's different opinion. It's, it's valid, you know, it's valid opinion. It's not about who's mm-hmm. right and who's wrong. It's, it's just respecting that, and 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 uh, it's unfortunate, but it's going to happen. And it's just about trying to retain unity, maintain respect, and, and that's that's really what we need to do in, in all times. Okay, brilliant, Sheikh. Um, so, no, one last question is about somebody who's got a very young child, maybe about, um, he's saying about seven, eight years old, and now they want to fast, but uh, the parents, um, well, he doesn't want him to, uh, he doesn't want his son to fast because he feels that it might be too much for him. So, what what, what kind of advice would you give to parents in terms of um, for, not forcing, but asking their children to fast or just leaving them alone? Um, I think seven and eight is pretty young, but, but, um, at the same time, you know, if, if the child has that desire, has that that, that intention to, mm-hmm. and wants to be part of that, then then we should encourage that, and 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 and, and, and you know, set, set 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 goals for them. So how many? You know, can they fast? Perhaps they can fast the second half of the day. So they're, they're again, it's very late, but if they're, if they're able to break the fast with everyone and, and take part in a little bit of that Ramadan spirit, especially on the weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a shame. For, I have kids; my oldest is eight, and it's almost like the whole day. Goes, you know, they're they're already asleep by the time. The, the Mughal comes, so they don't actually feel feel like it's Ramadan at all. Has mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's a challenge for us as parents. But but at the same time, if a child has that desire to, to want you know to want to fast, and we should encourage that, and then they should set goals for themselves, and and, and they can have have like almost like a diary that this this year I managed to fast you know half a day, and then next year I'll, I'll increase upon that, and then I'll get to the point where I'm fasting two or three whole days, and then you know this really uh, you know nourishes that self-esteem in the child and the ability to really ch- make an achievement and this is very very positive for children Excellent. again again but at the same time there should be no harm that the child shouldn't be harming themselves shouldn't be 
you know, doing something just harmful to their health or their, mm. or their, or their, or their, or their just their life in general. Okay, brilliant. Jazakallah khair for uh, all of your answers, Sheikh. Thank you for joining us today. Um, we have, uh, we've had Sheikh uh, Amin Buxton from Edinburgh answering your questions. Thank you very much. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.